When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Anybody want a little funky music? Oh, man. Do you hear that? Why not? Do you hear that? It is the in-season tournament. <laughs> it is the in-season tournament, baby. An ugly win. Great win, though. I kind of liked it. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Winner's Lounge. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Nuggets get the win. 111-108 against the Clippers in the in-season tournament. 2-0. 2-0. Clippers are down. Two losses in the tournament. Mavs down two losses in the tournament, man. The tournament appears to be Denver's. There's a lot to talk about. This might be a long show. Damn it. They they made some weird choices. They went miniature ball, thinking, okay, we'll see how that goes. Yoked, cleared. Uh, You had picket minutes. You had Aaron Gordon, Mm. Garden Kawhi locking them up. You had KCP Mm. making some plays down the stretch. Reggie Jackson praise. I'm going to have a lot of Reggie Jackson praise. Help me out today from Ithaca College. It is Brendan Vogt. Did it feel a little more tense down the stretch tonight? Did it feel a little extra good when the Nuggets pulled it out? Of course it did. It's the in-season tournament, baby. <laughs> and I'm I'm not even, unironically, it just means more. Let's go. I honestly think that the need to say unironically is part of what makes it so funny. Me too. It's, like, it's like the, so ridiculous. Just to clarify. It's the dumbest idea ever and also the coolest and idea I love ever. It. Yep. Uh, over here, Superstar Dev. What a banger of a game that was fun that was a fun fun game as the nuggets have been lately it was fun (laughs) it really was a crazy one um i'll be honest i lost a little faith the nuggets lose one game to the houston rock they lose one game barely and all of a sudden i'm like are they gonna lose again (laughs) i feel like an idiot man um crap i have to you guys talk amongst yourselves while i pull i had to restart my computer Oh, man, I hate that. Mine didn't charge. How's your computer going, Dev? Uh, it was charging on the same one that you said yours is not charging. Oh, no, that's I got, the last, I got the last of juice. Must that's be a user error. On that uh, you guys want a fast breakdown? I'm going to be honest. It's a long breakdown. Oh, It's a yeah. long breakdown. Take, Settle in, take your time. Get some it. snacks. Get some water. Uh, Jokic, super aggressive early. That was my first note. Jalen Pickett, first sub off the bench tonight. Michael Malone before the game. Talking about who else is there to go to, you know? I don't know. Like, um, no matter the context of that quote, whatever it was, like he, you know, kind he of did hints say that. at he did say like this, and then immediately goes to jail ticket. First guy off the bench, slide dog. First guy off the slide dog. I swear, Michael Malone. Like, I want. I this gives you insight into Michael Malone. He watches the other team's pregame and mines it for information. Because why else would he play these kinds of games beforehand? Like, I don't know. Hey, man, we're going with the same group. Psych. I'm about to just throw him off right here. He threw, <laughs> yeah. he threw everyone off with that one. Who, who else could we possibly go to <laughs> first guy Jalen Pickett in. Uh, Jokic, Aaron Gordon, uh, Christian Brown, Peyton Watson, Jalen Pickett. I feel like Michael Malone did that just for me. 
I feel like he was like, you know what, Adam? Here, we'll try I, this just out. Just so you guys know, take you behind the curtain a little bit. The way Adam perked up when he saw Pickett was in the game. <laughs> like, it, it was the way I get when I hear it's an in-season tournament game. He was like, oh, a <laughs> little extra juice on these minutes. 28-26 Nuggets after one. Second unit, you go to the straight bench. Reggie KCP is the stagger. Christian Brown, Peyton Watson, Zeke Najee. Guess what, guys? Bench was a positive. Staggerwell Pope. Staggerwell Pope ended up working out. And then another picket stint. Another positive one. Two positive picket stints in the first half. He comes back out with the starters. And uh, Nuggets look pretty decent. I mean, they more or less, I think they're like a plus one. But it worked out. Nuggets starters come back in. And this is the important thing. They push the lead to 13. They go on a run. They looked phenomenal for a large stretch in the end of that second quarter to build a, a lead. And Reggie Jackson was balling. He was balling in this game. In that quarter and in the final quarter especially. Jokic, 18-10-6 at the half. He was on his way to a monster triple-double. Wasn't to be. 60-52, Denver Nuggets. Only guy not really feeling it in the first half offensively that you expect was Michael Porter. Yeah. To start the second half... He misses a wide-open three to make it 0-5 on the night at that point. Then he missed two free throws. Like, the threes, three-point shooters, hot, cold. You know, you miss some shots. The free throws on top of it, it I mean, it's going to be a talking point here. The Clippers slowly cut into the lead until they got it all the way down to three. Nuggets in the bonus, though, was 648. I know after the game, one of the notes Michael Malone had was that the Clippers tried to get physical, and the Nuggets did a good job of managing that and getting into the bonus seven minutes in the bonus it's one of the reasons the nuggets didn't completely collapse Jokic went to the bench up three aaron gordon had some nasty turnovers in transition in this game and especially in that quarter i think he had two in a row uh jalen pickett's second half stint not nearly as good as his first half stint he got a little rattled i thought had some nasty turnovers of his own a travel and and a, just a bad and play playing with the bench now Worth noting. and playing fully with the bench yep so good student uh stint with Jokic basically bad stint without him Harden three at the buzzer? No, he shot it too early. for. He walked the ball all the way up the court to not let the clock go. Picked it up and shot three. There's five <laughs> seconds left. Aaron Gordon gets the ball and heaves it the other direction, and he makes a three. That three ended up being important. They should get that look for AG more. <laughs> Looked good out of his hand. <laughs> it really did. Uh, Reggie, Michael Porter, Christian Brown, Justin Holiday, Zeke Naji to start the fourth. Holiday, I thought, gave him great two minutes. And then Malone pulled him, put KCP in. That Malone, assist was tight. Yeah, it was very tight. He actually had some very nice plays, but it's Malone going to a very tight bench. Three straight fouls in one possession from the Nuggets, guys. That was a big note. <laughs> Jokic back in with 8.30. Game is tied. And no Zubats. They decide to play small. They're going to leave uh, P.J. Tucker out there. Paul George took over in the fourth. He was absolutely cooking KCP. Yoke, it looked like Nuggets were were about were on the ropes. Jokic had a Sombor shuffle in the corner. That really reminded me, you guys. Oh, man. It, it really reminded me of being back in Serbia, back in Stark Arena, Belgrade. If there was a better player defending him, then it would have gone in for <laughs> sure. I can't believe that didn't go in. I just I can't believe Rattled, man. I'm telling rattled. you. It went in and then popped out like there was a ghost in there that said, no, not this way. Um, 98-99 Clippers with 347 to go, and the Clippers say we're going to not just... P.J. Tucker, he's too big. We're going to go with Terrence Mann <laughs> at center. That's who we're going to put on Jokic. Try to spread him out. I understand the thought process. We'll talk about it. Powell hits a three in the corner at the buzzer. Man, the, the, the Nuggets played such good defense. Tipped the ball like a, a bunch of times. Goes out of bounds. They were playing great defense. Couldn't catch a break, and then Powell gets a three at the buzzer, and I just felt like it wasn't the Nuggets' night. Jokic gets a pair of... I, I wrote every note down because they're all big. Jokic gets a pair of free throws. Harden isos Jokic, gets to the cup, but misses the layup. Smokes it. Then Jokic goes the other direction, post up, 
scores it, ties the game. Clippers come down, get a 24-second violation. The reason you go with no center is to spread the team out and get good shots. Not only did they miss, they get a 24-second violation. Denver played some phenomenal crunch time defense. Um, then they doubled Jokic. They run the same play every time. Then this next time they double Jokic, kick it out, and then kick it back into Aaron Gordon for an and one. Paul George hits a pair of free throws. Then P.J. Tucker comes in. 121. Nuggets up one. Reggie caught them sleeping, you guys. They run the same play, and they're like, all right, they're going to go to post. It's going to be this little Iverson cut, and then Yoke goes down to the post. Reggie catches him sleeping, gets a layup. Phenomenal play by him. Kawhi Leonard tries to iso Aaron Gordon, shoots a fall away, bricks it. Jokic on the other end gets AG for a dunk. Nuggets up five. Then they get another stop. Then Reggie misses two free throws. Sick. This game should have been over. Up five, Reggie misses two free throws. Foul on Michael Porter. He put his hand on Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi gets two free throws. Then Jokic has a horrible turnover. Nuggets are up three. I don't know what Jokic is thinking. He has the ball, and rather than just hold it and let him foul, he tries to throw a risky pass. It gets stolen. Now it's down to one. Jokic does go two of two from the line, though, and the pressure cooker only up one. He goes two of two. But Paul George has a chance to tie it. Side of the backboard? Not this time. Oh, no. Did it go in? Not this time. Oh, what happened? It was a wedgie. <laughs> oh, what? A wedgie. That was insane. I'm telling you, Paul George could not miss in the fourth and then somehow getting a wedgie. Like, wedgies are hard. <laughs> wedgies are hard and somehow I, getting a wedgie. Do you think that's the exact moment Clippers fans went, man, F this matchup forever. <laughs> yeah, There's just it. nothing. Uh, it's a jump ball. Jokic wins the jump ball. Game is over. My God, that was a lot of notes, but this game had a lot of twists and turns. Dev, start us off. What's your big takeaway? I just truly, truly cannot believe how well Reggie Jackson is playing. Like, yeah, it's honestly, a great one. It's a great one. Um, that is your backup point guard, a, a guy that he was not what people wanted, but he's exactly what the Nuggets need right now. And he is doing exactly what they need every single game. This was a game that called for him to score. And he did exactly that. 18 points um, in Efficient. this one. Efficient. Good playmaking. Uh, smart plays down the stretch. And just like big, big plays. Every single play that he made was exactly what Denver needed at that time. This was a, a wonderful game from Reggie Jackson. Big government is what they're calling him. Big government. This was a bailout. 18 points, three rebounds, four assists, seven of 11 shooting, four of six from uh, the foul line. He only missed the three. Uh, o of one. I can't, like, I've never liked this guy's game. <laughs> I've never liked it. Like, I knew he could make some shots, you know, but shot selection, like, you can't teach shot selection, all this stuff. The guy's playing unbelievable, man. Even some of his scoring tonight was was a result of reading the floor really well, All navigating the pick and roll really well, and setting things up. Is a guy who sometimes wields chaos in his favor, but tonight it was like a very, you know, just um, deliberate and cerebral effort. I'm glad that Dev's been all over this because we were, and I think understandably skeptical in about the signing. Just. Does it feel like a great first option here for the next guy off the bench? Does it feel like a great first option for backup point guard? I was definitely someone who did not feel that way. And he just has been passing almost all of these tests with flying colors so far. So I love that Dev's been all over it. He was great tonight. He was really great, man. And we had him on the show in the preseason. Comes on the show and gives 30 minutes. It was a phenomenal interview. We were kind of blown away. Like, man, this guy, we, so likable, so thoughtful, really seems to not just want to buy in, but feels good about being a part of this team. And just sounds like every other nugget that's come through here that has in you know really become a part of the culture and everything else. And that, and then you go into it going like, man, he's been he's so likable. I just hope he plays 
halfway decent. Way better than halfway decent. He is in the circle of trust. He's one of the few guys you actually can count on. And on nights like tonight, it's not that he just like was passable. He helped you win. Helped right. you win the yes. game. You don't win it without Reggie Correct. winning it for you. What's your big takeaway? My big takeaway is that... <laughs> do you guys remember how it used to feel when the Nuggets would play the Harden Rockets? Not just, yeah. okay, they're going to lose, but they're going to lose in a fashion that kind of really drills down that okay, the Nuggets are good. They're not that good. At this point, that has to be what the Nuggets are for the Clippers and their fans. <laughs> I'm so serious. Like, there's Even tonight, the Nuggets didn't even play well. The Clippers finally got something going a little bit. Paul George was out of his mind. And how does it end with a Paul George wedgie? Like They just can't buy a win over this team. And part of it is because it's not a good matchup. And I, it's just fun to view Denver as that team now that sends reminders, hey, there's a ways to go here. You're good, but this is the standard. I mean, Denver didn't play that well tonight without their second best player, and they were the better team. So it's it's just fun to see Denver in that era for me. This was a desperate Clippers team. Desperate. They, <laughs> they lost five desperate. in a row. Now they've lost six in a row. Can, they get James Harden. Oh, they haven't gotten a win. Can you imagine? They're like, we really need this game. We really need this game. I right, pull up the schedule. Denver? Yeah. Shit. And not <laughs> only that, but... You know, they haven't won on the road yet. Yeah. So they have all these little boxes where it's like, we got to get going. And they were, I mean, I know this is weird to say, I, they were locked in tonight. They were playing their ass off. Sure. Like this one, I know it becomes a bit of a shtick to be like, oh, it's the Clippers. They're not serious. They don't like it. Whatever it is. They wanted this one. They were playing locked in. And you could sit there and say, all right, well, it's early. The Clippers are going to come together. Jamal Murray was on the sideline tonight. Jalen Pickett played his first NBA minutes. And you still lose to the Denver Nuggets. Still Dunkets. lose, man. That's tough. And on top of that, Jokic wasn't super efficient. The bench is right. coming off of a horrible game that you're like, okay, we're going to try to win those uh, bench um, matchups. Like there was things that like Clippers was like, hey, we have a chance. Like, Porter was bad. Yeah, let's try to let's try to do it, and they still could not get it. I love the fact that Denver just owns them in that regard, where every single timeout you're just like, hey, there's nothing that we can do with that team right now. And there's something about watching the Clippers in crunch, crunch time, even when they're playing well. A lot of times in the second half, you'll be like, maybe it's just because from the Denver perspective, but you're like, where's Kawhi Leonard? Where's Kawhi Leonard? And then he takes some truly horrendous fadeaway shot over a good defender with like 17 seconds left in the clock. And you're like, okay, maybe that's why they're not going to Kawhi Leonard. And there's there actually is something to that. I understand at his peak what a tremendous, phenomenal player he is. But like there's... There's you watch the Clippers go like, all right, we really need this these, this bucket. Let's take a tough shot. And it just always feels like that's the difference between them and a Jokic-led team that can so consistently generate sustainable, good-looking offense. It really is, man. I mean, my big takeaway is the Clippers tried something tonight. And it's regular season. You kind of want to do this. But again, they needed a win. And they went to tiny ball, not just small ball. They went to tiny ball. <laughs> tiny. They said, Terrence, man, you've got Jokic, which is hilarious. Like, can you just imagine being in the scrum? And it's like, all right, man, get Tucker. You're going to you're gonna guard the big fella. You go, the MVP? Do you want me to go guard that guy? Like, what's our Sorry, plan? Sorry, you said me, right? Yeah, just <laughs> yeah. try to hold him, man. Just try to just try to stop him. He's like, like, this is a terrible plan. And honestly, it's not a terrible plan. Like, part of me looks at this and goes, okay, it's worth trying things against Denver when you don't have, like, Zubats was going to get cooked. You know, they... You know, they kind of knew that. So it was sort of worth it. But Denver's defense down the stretch, man, getting stops. Denver can get caught in rotation. They got a lot of corner three opportunities in this game. They made a lot of those corner threes. But 
Denver's ability to just lock down at the end and have guys step up and make great defensive plays was huge. And then Jokic had to have felt in some way disrespected to say, you guys are trying to get a win and you're putting Terrence Mann on me. And, and then, you're going to try to play this like with, with Terrence Mann. And, and Denver just did the did. same yeah. thing for two straight minutes. But you just talked about um, like the four. defense and like how, how much Denver stepped up in that. The person that really stepped up the most on that on the defense and down the stretch was Jokic. I think that he felt disrespected the other way. The reason that they went with Trey Mann, it, it really wasn't just or with Mann is they. It wasn't just because it was like, hey, we're going to put Mann on Jokic. It was because we're going to also try to make Jokic yep. step out of the paint yep. where he has to guard a guard um, on an island. We're going to try to switch onto him and see if we can attack him, especially because we know the Clippers have had some success in the past of like ISO ball and also like the hitting the mid range. Jokic is like, no, I'm going to step up and I'm going to make those type of plays. We saw Jokic calling out the plays that they were doing, putting guys in spot. He's like, Michael Porter, you need to stand right here. This is exactly where it's coming. They're going to put me in a, um, a switch. I'm going to either kick the ball or I'm going to put myself in a spot where I have help side coming. KCP made, um, you know, type of mistake. I mean, uh, sorry, he, he made up for a lot of those type of things. But it was just great to see Jokic just be like, hey, you guys are going to try this. I'm going to just bounce back. I'm going to attack you guys in the same way. So you guys think that you have a, a advantage? We have an advantage as well. It's such a fun part of actualized, realized Jokic, which we're watching and enjoying right now, is I get why some teams do it. And the Clippers in particular like didn't really have much of another option. They can't really size up. Obviously, they can play Zubats. But there's something funny now about... Well, the last-ish effort about again going up against Jokic is to put even smaller players on the floor. Yeah. Because then when Jokic just does that, you're like, oh, yeah, well, that seemed dumb, didn't it? In hindsight, he's too big for these guys. So, you know, Denver has had to figure out how to navigate those little speed bumps. But Jokic is just at a place in his career where it's like, okay, man, you guys are going to do this for four minutes. I'm going to score. A lot. I'm going to score a lot. And what was the final run? Was it something like 19 to 5 or 17? 19 to 9. I mean, that's a that's a big time run from Denver. Um, we've seen it now a couple times with. Oh, actually, one thing I want to say about this strategy, by the way, Dev, about them trying to stretch Denver out. It works better if you're willing to pass to your if you have a, a team that has chemistry mm. because what was Denver was doing was okay they're going to try to put yoke on the ball so that it's a switch but Denver would just bring the guy through and even if he was late they would just say we're going to trap it so that yoke can recover and a couple times they caught yoke out on an island but most of the time the right play would have been to try to get the ball out of your hands like drag the defense around drag the rotation out and now sw swing the ball till you find the open man and it reminds me, honestly, more than anything, of the Phoenix Suns last year. Mm. Who That's what they should have. Denver said, okay, well, if you're going to spread us out, this is how we're going to do it. Michael Porter, we're not going to leave him on an island. Let's send another body. Jokic, we're not going to leave him on an island. Let's send another body. And Phoenix didn't have the chemistry to punish Denver. And tonight, the Clippers didn't even seem to try. It's almost like they didn't understand. They were just like, we're going to... We ISO. That's what we do. That's we get a switch, and then that's... we ISO. And Denver was prepared for it. That's why they've never been a good matchup. I mean, even like... What did they want to do at full strength tonight? They weren't really sure. It was maybe our guy hits this shot. And Denver, even without Jokic, ran the same action for like four straight minutes. That, I mean, without Murray, excuse me. That's how they closed the game. Now, not every team has Jokic. I get it. But the, the point is just the difference between the operations here, what Denver is really doing, and what the Clippers are still trying to figure out. These are sizable gaps.
I also will say, last game we saw, you know, try Michael Porter in the pick and roll as a strategy. Tonight we saw, let's put Terrence Mann on Jokic. Like, teams are reaching. Yeah, teams yeah. really are looking at Denver going like, all right, we got to get wacky because the regular route, that doesn't equal wins. That's what happens when you have a guy like Jokic that can um, put that much pressure on the defense, that they're missing their second best guy, like a cog in their offense, and they're like, hey, our game plan should be to try to slow down this one guy. And then that one guy makes it easier for everyone else where you're like, okay, that didn't work. Let's try something else. Every single time I think that a new team is trying something that Jokic has seen before. So mm -hmm. he's like, I'm eating that up. You guys have done this before. Let me show you exactly um, where you messed up. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> every single time he's like, okay, I've seen this before. Let me let me go back and, and remember where I sent up. Oh, I remember exactly where it is. This is what you guys are going to do. I'm going to throw it to this guy right here. So Jokic just makes it so that you can't try those type of things. So you're really just throwing shit at the wall. Right. And to win a regular season game, right? And the Clippers needed this regular season game outside of the context of their matchup with Denver. So they had to throw the kitchen sink at it. And that's honestly what it's taken for three years to really disrupt Jokic. Yeah. And, you know, you don't, you, ideally you're not showing your hand there till the playoffs. And even then, Michael, o, Michael Malone might just laugh at your hand. So. so there you go. Let's take a break. On the other side, man, some great defensive performances tonight, including, you know, Kawhi Leonard, heck of a player. It's weird that he was such a low man on the totem pole. Maybe it's because he was in jail all night. <laughs> Let's talk about Red Hawk Roofing. Play the sound, Kale. Are we on Red Hawk Roofing today? Yeah. Okay. It's the second day, right? That's right. It's a yeah. Tuesday? Yeah. Cool. All right, cool. Glad we figured that out live on the air. Red Hawk Roofing, play the sound again, Kale. Do it. Quality materials, decades of experience, quick response time, call readers, best. best estimators and Is contractors. Right Let me hear it again. Hold on. Huge deal. Huge DNVR supporters. Who am I describing? What well, has to be Red Hawk Roofing. <laughs> if you're looking for a new roof over your home or business, be sure to check out Red Hawk Roofing at redhawkroofing.com. And when you do, please do us a favor and say, hey, I'm here because DNVR keeps playing that hawk noise. Is that you guys? <laughs> Is that you guys, man? Is that, do I have it this sounded right? like a bird to me. And fellas, you know what's never ordinary? The that NBA, the, NC, the NBA in-season tournament games. Come That's on, so dude. True, man. Nothing ordinary about them. And there's really never anything ordinary about any game when you're betting with Bet365. Make any game, any play, the game, the play. Sign up right now and choose between two offers. First bet safety net $1,000. Right $5, get 100. <laughs> Deb is sitting pretty tonight. Deb, did we make some money tonight? Or bet five, get 150 <laughs> when you sign up with code DNVR365. Oh, right. yeah. Uh, you can ride with us when Dev hands out bets on the pregame show. Or keep an eye out for the DNVR custom bets. If you're on Bet365 and you see Nux over there mm -hmm. at the top in the banner, yeah, that's a custom bet. Ride with us, baby. Download the uh, DraftKings app. You got to be 21. Oh, yeah, we did. Well, I, I'm, excuse me. The Bet365 app. Yeah. Excuse me. You got to be 21 plus and physically located in Colorado. Please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call or text 1-800-GAMBLER. We did our thing tonight. Um, If I go to a next standout, we talk about Reggie. We talk about Yoke. Both those guys deserve it. I think those were segment one kind of guys. Um, Aaron Gordon tonight had 20 points, five rebounds, five assists, goes eight of 12, one of two from the three point. I guess the, the, the three was the, the heave. And then here's a big one, guys, three of three from the foul line. That was really big. Nuggets needed big. every little edge they got tonight. That, that was an edge they needed. He did have those ugly turnovers in the second quarter that got a little bit sloppy. I don't think he ran that second unit particularly well when, when they kind of needed him to. That's the one knock. But 
You know who had a terrible game? It's Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> five of 14. He had 15 points, two rebounds, two assists, five steals. He did get five steals. But five of 14 shooting, and it's wild <laughs> with all the talent that Clippers have on their roster how little they looked at Kawhi's Leonard, Kawhi Leonard's direction tonight. And I think the reason was the few times they did, it didn't even look close. Yeah, I think that a lot of the attention has been on KCP's defense, and I think that that's starting to pick up traction where you forget that Aaron Gordon has been their like best defender over the last few years. Um, and on nights like this, you get to see exactly why. Um, because he does have that size. He has that athleticism. He makes it tough for the opposing guy. And Kawhi Leonard really was in hell the entire time. Um, could not get to his spots. Um, Aaron Gordon in these type of matchups against those marquee like uh, you know guys, um, he's like, hey, I'm going to just turn into a defender. That's all I'm worried about. And this was a game that he... He went both. He had a switch where he's like, I'm going to score and put myself in positions to just finish every single um, rebound and dunk that comes this way. Yeah, multiple dunks in this. Um, but also, I'm going to make it hard on Kawhi Leonard where you're going to have to go to Paul George. Paul George is going to have to beat us by himself because it won't be Kawhi. Um, so this was a game that Aaron Gordon just had play after play after play of just positivity. And maybe the first layer in the original decision to go and get Aaron Gordon, you know, Denver is like, okay, how do we guard these wings or the bigger guards like Luca, who's, you know, his own kind of position, but they haven't had a great answer to those questions. And Aaron Gordon, just from the physicality standpoint, literally how he matches up physically is a good place to start. And then he's doing such a great job. He's really disciplined on these guys like Kawhi and KD who yep. just really want to work methodically for their inch of separation at their spot. He's really good at, at at somehow staying down on the contest until it's really time to get up there and put a hand in their face. And, you know, Kawhi struggles with Denver because he's not a pick-and-roll maestro. He's not a, he, he likes to overpower you. He likes to just get to his spot, rise up over you. And in Gordon and also in MPJ, who did not have a good night but is a good ISO defender and is a sneaky good option for guys like that, you dribble, dribble, dribble for your mid-ranger, and they've got – tall long arms in your face like it's they're they're better suited for that stuff than they were four or five years ago and it's a big part of the reason why the clippers i think are look so exasperated and flustered against denver is like their plan a doesn't work i think uh who are the guys that he guards the best i mean like if you look around he guarded kd in the playoffs last year really bothered him guarded Kawhi. you know we see him we get guarded uh, Luca in the first in-season yeah. tournament game and shut him down, or, or at least bothered him enough so Denver could blow him out. I think, and then I think it's probably those three guys. You could say Anthony Davis, you know, as well. Another guy that he's disrupted. Those are some huge, some big-time players, and it's a wide variety of them. I'm not sure there is another player in the Western Conference that guards that trio or or for some of, of mm. players as well as Aaron Gordon. I think he might be the single best. There's, there's not. There just can't be. Zion, too. Zion, it's right? Really, it's, the, it's the size and the strength. And then also he's able to like keep up with them. Um, also, he, he's just strong as hell. And he's like, I'm going to use my, my strength against you. I don't care what you know what that means. Um, he stays out of foul trouble. Like when he, he does get a foul, it's like the smart fouler. It's like, okay, but you felt me. You're not going to be able to do that again. But he like he, he, he reads what's happening. Um and he's also just so under control. Really, this year of all years, I feel like he's the most under like control than he that he has been. 
Um, and it's on that end of the floor. Then on offense, it just comes easy as well. So um, he, he's been great, really. He's been great as of late. Yeah, I, I think actually Aaron Gordon has had a sneaky great season. I know some people have said it hasn't been great. I actually disagree. I think part of it is that just gone are the days where he's like, okay, I'll, I'll fill in with 30 points tonight because it's just not. He's, yeah. I just think he's. I mean, he had 20 tonight, which is pretty damn but, good. But which I know is what awesome. you mean. But I just, I, what I mean is it's not like he's not trying to fill the star two slot. He's trying to fill the cracks of what the Denver Nuggets need that night. He's a very malleable player. Um, he can be a defensive maestro. He can be a tertiary, tertiary playmaker. He, he can be a force inside, a mismatch nightmare. And I just think he's found ways of like, okay, I got to be this version of me tonight, this version of me tonight. That's what they need. And so I just I just really enjoy watching him play night to night because he's he's smart in that way. KCP, nine points, one rebound, four assists, one steal. Now, he got torched by Paul George. That's a tough matchup for him. Honestly, Paul George is way too big. And Paul George tonight, when he got into his groove, he didn't see or feel KCP. You know, he didn't feel him at all. And so he was in a tight spot, I thought. But he did make some plays down the stretch, grabbing loose balls, just getting enough stops at the right moments to make a play. What, but how would you evaluate his night tonight? Uh, he still is not aggressive at all offensively, which is a good and a bad thing. Right now with Jamal out, I think it's bad because you just want him to um, – you want guys to have to defend multiple people and also get pressure off of – Jokic, where he has that inside out, or he can um, hit his guy in a perimeter, and he's going to knock it down. He did knock down two threes in this game, but shoot a little bit more of that. So that part, you know, is a little worrisome. The defense, not so much. Paul George had a day. Every dog has his day, and he's a really good scorer. Um, he 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 had KCP in hell tonight. Like that was wild. How he was just attacking him, and maybe there was a, a bit more to like. Okay, we're going to let Paul George get off, but nobody else is going to get off. So it's not like he got the night off. Um, and he still played hard, made it tough, um, or at least forced him to take tough shots. He's just a tough shot maker. Um, so I don't think this was a great KCP game, but it was, like, not the worst. Yeah, it's Paul George is probably the limit, right, of how KCP's perimeter prowess versus that guy's just too big. I think Paul George is probably... It's just not a good matchup for him, or at least it didn't look like it tonight. It doesn't seem like the ideal the ideal matchup. What I love about KCP is he finds ways to make plays in high leverage moments, even on yep. nights when he's sort of been... He's a winner. That's it. He's a winner. He had he had four assists to one turnover tonight. I got to rewatch them all, but I know at least one of them was that pass to, I think, AG under the yep, basket. Yeah, that was a huge bucket, man. And those are the kind of... like right. he, he has it's a knack for those kind of plays, and he's just always going so hard. It's really awesome. KCP's defense is the variety where, you know, he fights through screens, he contests well, and he t he makes you make tough shots. But I feel like that means he's not great against tough shot makers. So Devin Booker last year, he did a good job of forcing Devin Booker to take tough ones. Devin Booker just loves taking tough shots and making them. Tonight, Paul George, tough shots, but he's comfortable taking tough shots. He like That's what he works on all summer is his tough shot making. So I feel like those are almost the kind of guys that KCP struggles the most with, but... Again, you get a shorthanded win. Michael Porter, vote I'll let you start on this one. Ten points, five rebounds, two of eight from three. I just don't understand it, man. That's, I don't get what's going on with his three-point shot. That's just, I think, where to go with it tonight and what to talk about it. it it's hard It's hard to fathom that it would be this extended of an inconsistent or, or just not good stretch. But I think more importantly, I, 
I am worried a little bit about the confidence right now. Yeah. There was the one where he passed to Christian when he thought Christian would be in the corner and Christian was cutting. And it's like, man, I can't tell you how many times Porter takes that shot, right, in other in other timelines. But right now, the threes either look forced or, like, he doesn't want them. And that's weird. That is weird. I do think it'll come around eventually, but it's jarring. And it's, like, no matter how much we love the other stuff he's learned to do and is doing well, a big part of the reason why he's in the starting lineup is his ability to hit those shots. And he's not right now. So, um, I love... You know, it's, it's just that part is just weird to watch it. And I'm sure having said this now on the record, he'll look really confident and great in the next game. But I would just need to see it specifically in the shot. You know, everything else I feel OK about. I, I can't believe that uh, the, the confidence is down on the, the three pointer that he's turning down so many right. shots. He's not hitting the open shots that he's taking that you just was like, OK, that's money. Like everybody just get back on, on defense because, you know, that is going in. Um He's now become the dunker, like Michael Dunker Jr. Yeah. He had a left-hand oop dunk. Oh, my gosh. Through traffic. He's just like, okay, I don't even care. I'm going to just dunk it. I'm going to find different ways. Right. Um, his defense, he didn't get exposed in the ways that I thought that the Clippers would try to expose him. You know, like this yeah. is a team that's ISO heavy. Yeah. Um, they try to run actions where they're going to put you in a spot. And he actually matches up well against these type of <laughs> yeah, you know guys because he is so long. He knows how to use that. Um, length and he he just contests so many different shots. So while I, while I feel like it was a, a bad game offensively for him, he's playing fine. Like defense, um, you know, just still playing the the Nuggets offense. He's not just jacking every single time he touches it and things like that. That you're like, okay, it's coming. It has not happened yet, but you know that it's gonna he's gonna arrive. I'm so curious to see how he handles this because Michael Porter has been through more adversity than probably any player at the NBA. Just what do you, you think about real life adversity, you know, real physical adversity? He's been through so much and he's bounced back. Like he's been a guy that has been rattled before but has come out of it. Right. Exactly. And, and his confidence to me is just so important. And I feel like being a shooter. A pure shooter. You think about guys. I mean, I'm gonna get, throw out a weird name, but you or you've had J.R. Smith in the past. But remember Eddie House? That guy was in there. He wasn't <laughs> thinking about. He wasn't thinking the game. His job was: if the ball finds me, I put it up. I feel like that's Michael Porter's natural state. His natural wiring has been of a guy that fires away. And as the team has matured, and as he has matured, and they win a championship last year, he's more and more thinking the game and trying sure. to figure out where that goes. And I do wonder if there is this like trade-off you get from I don't care what a good shot is bad shot when the ball comes my way I'm supposed to fire it right, versus right. now I'm trying to fit into a system and I just wonder if there's a little bit of that calculation going on for him yeah and it's a tough it's a tough needle to thread right which is Super why tough. like which is why third best offensive players don't always look like all-stars in that system right. right it's hard to be consistent in that way um so so and I look it's also like sometimes shooters have tough streaks and when you're really really used to their shooting it feels this like is Porter band truly astonishing. Yeah, and also we get up here and we talk after every game. After this game tonight, his confidence didn't look good. His body language didn't look very good to me, and he turned down some shots. It, it, does that mean that's how the season will go? Probably not. But that was my observation tonight, and it is he is mired in a bit of this stuff right now that you want to see him get out of. Five-game road trip coming up. This will be, a, you know, they need Michael Porter to score, especially on the road. You really don't want to count on guys like Christian Brown and Peyton Watson and Zeke Naji to bring points on the road. 
tonight the bench did score. You know, they, they gave you some regular bench production. Um, but on the road, you're going to need Michael Porter to knock down those shots. And the other thing is, that's funny, but the Nuggets were up five with, you know, a couple seconds left, a couple turnovers, a couple dumb fouls, got them back into it. This could have been a comfortable win. And then you think, well, Mike couldn't make these wide open shots. If he just makes one or two of those open shots. This game's probably even totally. more comfortable. So there's, there's another ceiling on top of all of this, I think, for Denver to uncover. All right, let's take a break. On the other side, we're going to get to my favorite segment. We're going to talk a little Jalen Pickett, you guys. Oh, man. <laughs> we got a little Jalen Pickett on the other Don't side. Don't cross the picket line without a mouse. I did not cross the picket line. Or I did cross. Did, did I or did I not cross the picket you line? You didn't cross the picket. We well, didn't. it depends on your politics. Let's get out of this. Um, <laughs> hey, it's important to start preparing for the Denver Nuggets early, like Tim Connolly did with the Minnesota Timberwolves. It's also important to start preparing for college early. Start saving for college early. You need a plan just in case your child doesn't land that athletic scholarship. Uh, college invest. Do you think my kid's dead? Like, genetically, athletic scholarship? It's not happening. Okay. Or if they... Jockey? Can you get a scholarship? Yeah, yeah. That's a, yeah, yeah. Someone's got to ride the trotters, right? Uh, either way, at some point, college is probably going to come up for your kids. You got to start saving early. Uh, College Invest makes it easy with flexible savings plans, and you'll benefit from a Colorado tax deduction. Savings can be used for trade schools and apprenticeships nationwide. Open your account now at collegeinvest.org. I went to a little Saturday Nuggets practice this weekend, got out, great day, sun was shining, no game, no show. What did I do? I went to Illegal Pete's with Adam Adas and Big Market Brooks, Matt Brooks. That was fun, man. That was a good time. Do you know why I did that, Adam? Because we're buddies. Because we're buddies. And Illegal Pete's is the go-to spot for buddies, burritos, and beers. It has been for over 28 years. So next time you're feeling a little hungry, feeling a little lonely, hit the fellas, hit the ladies up, head to Illegal Pete's, meet your buddies. We're back. We're back. All righty. Guys, new bench debuted today. And it featured Jalen Pickett, who played his first NBA minutes and played 17 minutes. He finished with five points, two rebounds, two assists, one steal, and had two turnovers to go with two fouls. He was two of three from the field, one of two from the three-point line. The first half, I actually really like, and I wondered with Jalen Pickett, you know, sort of getting passed up by a two-way player. I wondered where his confidence would be you know, what his rhythm would be. And I thought in the preseason, he looked like a guy that was nervous to do the thing that makes him great, which is get into the paint, try to generate open shots. In the first half of this game, I thought he did an A-plus job of that. (laughs) I thought he looked really good at booty ball and just obviously playing alongside Jokic. I thought he looked like an NBA player. And equally as importantly, I thought the defense looked great. He had stood up Kawhi Leonard one time, stood up Russell Westbrook. I thought the first half of this one was extremely encouraging. Yeah, he was incredible in it, in the first half. <laughs> um, like he, he, you saw some like very like positive things happening um, when he was out there. He brought energy as soon as he got in. Um, he created for others. Um, the booty ball, he got that going um, where he um, was able to just find you know people. He he found Michael Porter Jr. was for some good passes. Um, found you know Jokic. And playing alongside Jokic, you of course you're going to play well. Um, but he just like fit in seamlessly with that group in the in the first um, half. Um, and also like he just wasn't getting attacked too much defensively. That you were like, okay, I can see it. I can see it happening. Yeah, much like Colin, to be honest, in that the starter minutes yep. went well. Yep. The bench minutes were a much different operation. Yep. Um, 
I did kind of like the way the starter minutes looked a little better. I don't know if this is really <laughs> valuable analysis, but Colin seems so closely tethered to Jokic, which is a good thing. But it was almost like my first year at Ball Arena where I wouldn't go like more than five feet from Adam. I'd be like, <laughs> this seems like a safe space. Can yeah. I hang out? Can I hang out over here? I kind of feel like that's how Colin plays when he's on the floor with Jokic. He's like six inches from it at all times. Uh, and I pick it, I think, seems to maybe have a little bit more of less Jokic dependency. But I think the larger point stands that it's still a mixed bag with the bench. Um, and that is that is an interesting thing to figure out because I think we know most players can look decent alongside Jokic and Co. Yeah, I mean, honestly, this really did mirror the Colin minutes in terms of what was positive, what was negative. The Jokic minutes were positive. The non-Jokic minutes were, were a little scary. And there are scary things in Pickett's game, namely his ability to handle like full court pressure and get into get the team into rhythm when teams are like being really overly aggressive. Um, he seems to struggle with that. But here's why I'm so encouraged by it all the whole part of it. They look like the team that I think they need to be. And that's what's different between this and with Colin. Like, even if you say that they were both equally as impactful, you know, in the, in those minutes, to me defensively the team still had the ability to switch still had the yeah. ability to guard one-on-one -on -one in iso and say like okay this, we're not in panic meter because russell westbrook has jalen pickett on him right the way that okay you got colin gillespie on you're a little bit you're a little I bit agree. more nervous about it you're not in panic mode and then offensively in the preseason i have not seen jalen pickett do a whole lot of creating and i think a lot of it was because he was just scared of making a mistake i'm guessing he's getting a lot of hard coaching I imagine that there's probably a lot of Michael Malone saying, you can't play your style, you need to play ours. And right. I always think back, what did, you, what did Michael Malone always say about Will Barton when Will Barton arrived? That predates me, bro. I don't know. You don't remember? I, I got to let him be him. So he says yeah. about Reggie, too. This is what he says about Reggie. I just need to let him be him, right? Malone always says this. I honestly think there's a lot of, you got to let Pickett be Pickett. First of all, he ain't disrupted nothing with the second unit. That second unit doesn't have anything. Like, we've seen it now in lots of iterations. There is nothing to disrupt. It needs disrupted. And I think that his style of basketball actually can work with Denver. I'm not saying that he needs to dribble it for 20 seconds every single time. But I am saying that there probably needs to be a little bit of a... We don't need to run a bunch of high-motion offense in our second unit. We could probably afford to let the ball be a little more stagnant, <laughs> spread it out, and see if he can generate offense. Yeah, Pickett was great in that first half. <laughs> um, because of like defensively, like um, yeah. he allowed them to still have their identity and also he created. In the second half, though, however, he was he was it was just as bad. He was equally as bad um, in the second half as he was good in the first. Um, and what you got to see, what you got to see was um, when things started to go bad, it went really bad um, yeah. on both sides of the ball, um, holding the ball for a super long time, which is not Nuggets basketball. Um, but do you mind again? Do you mind that though, with the second unit? I'm saying not, like, who's he swinging it to? Not early on, Christian Brown. But I do think that he missed on some, you know, plays that would have been easy where he didn't have to have those turnovers. Yeah. He also traveled a couple times, and I, I did not see that one coming. Um, but it was because he's holding it for so long, and then also defensively, he just he kind of was just doing the Ole defense where James Harden got him. That's where he got ignited is because he. He, he was the, the primary defender on James Harden. James Harden, like, who is this? I'm going to yeah. go after him. Like, literally, um, who and is he didn't this, make actually. it. Yeah, he didn't make it tough on him. So, um, 
it was a roller coaster game for Jalen Pickett, but it was valuable minutes that you got to see what does it look like with another guy. This is the guy that's going to be for the future. And also he got to learn on the fly like, OK, I have to adjust at these type of things. And you don't see that if he's buried on the bench for the entire year. And then maybe it comes down to it at the end of the year. Or maybe there's an injury or two that you're like, OK, you go out there and we're going to just throw you out there. So I was glad to see him early on, like uh, Michael Malone really did troll us in this one. Um, of like who else can I go to I'm glad that he went to that early on um, and it's not to just like knock on Colin Gillespie I just would like to see something else as well yeah it did feel generally speaking like I was holding my breath less with him out there um, so so that's part of it but I also wonder is, is picking a guy who needs like a good roller like he, he calls for a pick from Zeke and Zeke rolls and I know. like the floor doesn't change at all Yeah, nothing, nothing changed it's like that's not a great spot for a creator who's who's maybe flanked by non-shooters sometimes as well. So it's like that's kind of tough. It's really the the bench problem going back to since Plumley left, really. Even Boogie, who was good. These point guards have not had an actual roller to work with. And I think right. a lot of them have suffered through it um, for that. And that'll probably be the case for whoever's playing with just the second unit. But I did like the way he looked with the starters. And I am I'm intrigued i would like to see those minutes go to him again yeah i think uh one of the things he had a really great pass to michael porter by the way in the first half that's like i've watched enough picket to know the things i like about him is his ability to deliver the ball to specifically to three-point shooters from tough angles and just like he creates them and he had one today that i thought was so great michael porter missed it but it was a great like skip pass all the way across the court that just kind of like dropped featherly right into michael porter's shooting pocket and i thought man i did not see that opening and he created it the thing that scares me about Pickett, or not i shouldn't say scares me the thing that might make or break whether or not he's an NBA player, because I actually trust a lot of his game. I just trust it at the NBA level. But the thing that might make or break him is the reason people don't pressure, full court pressure point guards very often is at the NBA level, point guards can get around you and make you punish it. It's like risky mm. to, I don't think it's risky to pressure him mm. because he's not very explosive at going back. You're like Reggie Jackson today at the, at the end of the game, caught him sleeping, went yep. by him and made him and punished him. I don't know if Pickett can do that. And so I think that if you're a def defense, if I'm on a coach on an opposing team, I say get into him because worst case scenario, you just have to sprint into recovery and then you'll you'll be fine. Yeah, it, but with that, that means that you have to be kind of perfect out there yep. because you're a bit undersized. Um, you're you're slower, um, so you have to be perfect. You have to like not really take chances, and maybe that's why he plays the way that he plays because he does not have that uh, athletic <laughs> ability um, while being undersized. Um, so you have to make smart reads. You have to uh, make the right pass and things like that. So um, I guess it just comes into like knowing that's like why he operates the way that he does. Um, but again, there are promising things that you could go and say like, okay, that's something that other backups, especially third strings, don't have um, that he does bring to the table. Um, so I just, I really want to, all in all, I want to see more picket minutes like right now I do. The other guy for me is Christian Brown, who I think is worth talking about. He goes five of six tonight, most of those at the rim, 10 points, one rebound, one assist, zero for zero from three. Tonight would have been a great night because KCP is small and because they also had Harden out there. Like you, you could put somebody else on Harden. You needed a bigger size defender to be able to throw on Paul George. And I remember down the stretch when I was getting nervous the Nuggets might lose this one, it's like, man, I wish they could go to either Christian or Peyton Watson. 
But both of those guys' offense is so rough right now that it's hard to imagine them being successful with them on the court in the clutch like that, especially without Murray there. So to me, I love Christian Brown's defense and I love his game, but to me that's the only part is at some point the Nuggets actually really need his offense. His offense might be one of the biggest pivot points in the Nuggets season. If he's not better than he is right now as an offensive player, Denver has one closing lineup they can go to and no other options. There's no Bruce Brown option. There's none of that. If he can score, then I do think you're going to get into scenarios, especially in the playoffs, where it's like, you know what? Leave Christian out there a little bit longer. He's shutting down Paul George. He's shutting down Devin Booker or whoever it is that they're, Denver's going to need him to guard in those moments. Yeah, but this was a, a step in the right direction for him for because sure. he was aggressive. Um, no, he didn't take a three-pointer, and that's where like the confidence has to go. But at least he's like, okay, now I'm starting to you know score. Also, he brought that energy, um, which he he typically does. But also, like it it led to positive like moments out there. That play on the baseline where him and Russell Westbrook are like fighting for it. That's why you keep Reggie. I mean, uh, you know, CB in the game. That's why he's out there. Um, is for those type of minutes. Um, like he can instill that in the starters. You do want the offense to go because if his offense goes on these type of games, he would have been able to like get on Paul George. That would have made it extremely tough. Where him and KCP could switch off. Like then they could do that um, type of like strength and things like that. And then also you have Aaron Gordon playing a good defensive game and. Christian Brown and those bigger type of there's not many Paul George type of guys so like that that makes Christian Brown a specialist in that so that would be um you know something that Denver does need but I did like what I seen from Christian Brown today yeah I thought there was a little bit of helping himself which we called for in the pregame show he did only have that one rebound but it was early and it was the exact kind of rebound we were talking about the second unit doesn't need to have its identity for you to go and get that board and it injected a little life into him um, he had that great dunk in transition. First of all, it was just great that they were able to be in transition. But there was there was at least a little more of like, okay, I'm going to go get it. But I agree that it was much easier to just go, look, Bruce Brown's closing this game with the starters tonight. And he at least gives us something offensively. And I think if you feel like that needs to be an option with Brown, he's probably the offensive part away from that. They're, like tonight, you saw him out there to close the game, and you're like, this makes a lot of sense. They need someone to try to get stops on the on Paul George in particular. But then also you see, particularly without Jamal out there, it's, sub, it's suboptimal offensively. He has to have something. He has to have something that he provides in the half court. So that's his task right now. 22 bench points though tonight, which is, you know, a far cry from eight. And you get a little bit of contribution, obviously from Christian Brown, Jalen Pickett had a couple tough ones. Peyton Watson had two, was two for two tonight. And you even get three points from Zeke Naji. So uh, not pretty. We're not declaring victory on the bench. It's solved 22 points isn't that many, but it's way better and it's good enough to get a win tonight. More tinkering from Malone, too. I mean, I don't, I believe, I'm looking at Blackburn's rotation chart. I don't think we saw a strictly bench lineup tonight. So, I, like, AG was out there with the, the second unit in the first stint. Well, it was only a nine-man rotation, so yeah. Right, and then and then KCP came in. Um, yeah, so I just, right, exactly. Cutting down, cutting the straw there out of there. Hey, when it's a tournament Getting, game. Uh, yeah, tournament, tournament. But I, I just thought it was interesting. Like, I wrote in the round table... I really don't think Malone has settled on anything with yeah. how life works without Jamal. And I wouldn't be surprised if it looks different again the next time they play. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised either. All right, let's take a break. On the other side, we're going to go around the association in what was easily the craziest around the association we've ever had.
Wait, what happened? Do I have to wait and find out? You're going to have to wait and find out. If you were hurt in a car accident as a pedestrian at work, like maybe it's zero zero in an NBA game and you're just trying to break up a scuffle and all of a sudden someone, I digress. Uh, if you've been hurt and it's not your fault, you know what to do. If you live in Colorado, call 222-2222. Backus and Shanker will pick up the phone or go to coloradolaw.net. Why should you do this? It's simple because typically legal stuff is expensive but with Backus and shanker there's no consultation fee you can just call and ask if you've got a case and in fact they might just take that case on for free they don't charge you until they win and they have one they won over a billion dollars for their clients over the years so again if you've been in a car accident motorcycle rideshare pedestrian truck accident even if you've been injured at work and it's not your fault pick up the phone call 222-2222 and there's a second read typically shady rays man don't look directly at the in-season tournament courts without some kind of protection for your eyes maybe shady rays is what you need uh why not it's shady rays is gonna have you looking good it's gonna protect your eyes and it's gonna have you feeling good about the purchase because it was affordable and you know if you don't love your shady rays you can exchange for a new pair return them for free within 30 days no risk when you shop and remember exclusively for our listeners Shady Rays has a deal. Go to ShadyRays.com, use code DNVR for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. We are back. Guys, in-season tournament day, there was some drama. Can I start it? Look, there it is, around oh, the association. Wow, presented the by... Nobody, nobody presented nobody. by ATA. I, you, don't want you. you could be there. You your, could be that person that sponsors right this great there. segment. Dev, you got to start us off with this story. I have to. <laughs> I think you should just like let the beat build. All right, so let the beat right, build. All, all right. right, let's see. So what we'll happens. start with Utah get to win over Portland, one fifteen to wow, ninety. Starting with the heavy hitter, huh? Man. Heavy hitter. That means you got to stick around. That These two teams were undefeated right. in the uh, in season tournament. No, sh- well, good note. That's a, that's that's not great teams. Um, <laughs> our old friend Jeremy Grant, twenty six points um, to lead things over there. How many um, rebounds? I'm going to make you look it up. How many rebounds? Two rebounds. <laughs> Some things never change. <laughs> um, on the other side of things, it was 30 points from Jordan Clarkson. Um, that was all. That's all. That was all that happened in this game. This was this was not a fun game. Yeah, I, it's a good thing we started. There. Thanks for taking <laughs> us through it. All right, thanks, Steph. Uh-huh. This one was a this was a shocking uh, performance, and this is what the end season, um, you know, games brings. New Orleans Pelicans get the win, 131-110. Yeah, it's a oh, big-time win. They heard win talking smack on the DMBA show. Pelicans were horrible um, the last time they played. like they, they played each other like two days ago. Right? Yeah, they did. And it was not a good performance. Um, multiple guys uh, score 17. Um, Kyrie Irving has 17. Um, Tim Hardaway Jr. was 17. Luka did not have a great game, 16 points. Two rebounds, two assists. Wow. You don't see that much. Minus 26 in this game. Herb Jones had him. Yeah, Pelicans uh, were on a five-game uh, losing streak. Changed things around. Yeah, Herb Jones uh, was the one that played in this game. He hadn't been playing um, for a while, so maybe that was the big change. Um, Brendan Ingram had 25 points. Jordan Hawkins, a guy that we've seen get hot, had 25 points in this game. Yeah. Guy's a shooter, man. That guy gets hot. Brooklyn. By the way, the Mavericks would have been tied with Denver as the best record in the NBA, but they lost. Big development in Group B, baby. It was a good loss. Um, Pelicans get the win, 124-104 over the Magic. Wait, who did? Wait, not the Pelicans. Sorry. 
Brooklyn Nets get the win. 124-104 over the Magic. Did you guys see Ben Simmons has more back discomfort? That I, is crazy, I just isn't think it? This part of it is, you know, not the, the mental health, I still want to get paid stuff. That's its own thing. But Ben has some serious back issues, man. And it's like... It's like nerve again, yeah. right? And they it, said he's going to be out for a while. Having watched Porter deal with separate different stuff it's it's or similar stuff it's uh it's tough to see yeah it makes you happy for michael porter like yeah really, I'm, that's I'm, some real stuff i'm sad for my orlando magic man i don't think they're very good yeah i don't think so is either. it the way that they're terrible in clutch time yeah that's part that's a big <laughs> spencer part dinwiddie had 29 points in this one um michael what a weird oh, player yeah, michael bridges had 21 um so 29 points for uh, dinwiddie 21 um for for michael bridges there you go. They got outscored 36 to 18 in the fourth, by the way. It's just it's what happens to the Magic in the fourth. They completely <laughs> collapse every game. If you're a Magic fan, think about it. Magic fans, they always have it bad. Think about that, man. Every fourth quarter, you better be up 15 going into the fourth. Like, all right, we're in it tonight. Yeah. Like, Paolo, no. Paolo, no. Oh, God. Paolo, no. OKC, Thunder, get the win over the Spurs. This was Big a game matchup. right Big here. Matchup. This was a matchup. huge matchup. It was a mid-off. I really thought it was going to be better um, than this. Wimby, eight points, 14 rebounds, minus 31 in Man. this one. That is that is a bad game. 4-15 from the field. Chet on the other side. We thought this was going to be another banger um, type of performance. Nope, nine points, seven rebounds. He was a plus 30 in this one, though. This was a blowout in every single way. Um, SGA had 28 points um, to lead all scores. The Spurs just got, like, really suck, man. Like, they've had some fun games, you know, and Wimby had that, like, 40-piece or whatever. But they, they're they a really bad team. I mean, they're playing a non-point guard at point guard. Oh, they're ex they're fully experimenting there, yeah. yeah. This was not a fun game, but we have to talk about it. Miami Heat get the win over Charlotte Hornets. We don't have to. What did yeah. it say on the court? Gritty, determined. Oh my God, you're right. No, this was in Charlotte. This oh, was in okay. Charlotte. Oh, okay. so what it says was, uh, do whatever you want. We don't care. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, Jimmy Butler has 32 points. PJ Washington has 32 points. Lamelo Ball has 28 points, 11 assists in the loss. Yeah, that that was not fun. We're moving on. The Hawks get the win, 126-120 over the Pistons. Sneaky good start for the Hawks. Yeah, DeJounte Murray has. <laughs> is the, the chat pissed that Dev is doing this to them, that he's stringing it out? All right. Oh, they love right, it. Right. Let Dev cook. Let Dev just got to go around Let it. Dev Do you want to? I could go around these No, these no, games. no. I like around oh. the association. I'll okay. tell you what, man. I thought the Pistons were going to be a little bit better than they are. They they really suck. They Yeah, they, they blow. A lot of the teams that you were on kind of suck. Detroit? Yeah. Well, only Orlando is the team I was on. They suck. Yeah. Um, Oscar Thompson, he had 21 points, 8 rebounds. That he's, guy's good. He grabs every board, and also he blocks everything. Bro, I can't that believe guy's what good. Type of he's defender the second he leading rebounder in the NBA right now. Total three, rebounds. Three steals, two blocks tonight. It's crazy. The Pacers also step up in the in-season game. Hey, I was on the Pacers. I was on the Pacers. 132-126. What year? <laughs> every single game against them, high, high scoring. Their offense is like... It is on fire. They're worth watching. They're either getting 150 dropped on them or they're dropping 150. I'm only there. Toppin had 27 points Ooh. in this game. Like, who's seen that coming? I thought he only could dunk between the legs once a year, <laughs> and we would just act like that was all that mattered. But he, he can play. Tyrese Halliburton, he's incredible. Incredible. 33 points, 15 assists. How many turnovers? Zero. Zero. Did he have any turnovers? And he had 17 to zero. So last two games, 32 assists. 
Zero turnovers. That's insane. The amount of this guy really is incredible, man. Went to Iowa State like Monte Morris, plays like Monte Morris in terms of not turning it over, but the guy like makes every three in the clutch. I just swear he's the most clutch player in the NBA this year. Uh, his passing is insane. And here's what I love about this one, fellas. They just played two nights ago. Maxi went off for 50. Tyrese Halliburton returned the favor tonight. We have like a young point guards going head to head, 21, 22 year old point guards going head to head, and it we have that kind of matchup. That's awesome, man. All right, let's just finish it off here. I see you guys um, in the chat. You guys are messy, really messy. Really? All they want to know about is a fight. It's like middle school. All oh, they're over we're talking about basketball. All they want, no, 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 everybody fight, only wants UFC. to talk about a fight that. What are you happened. talking about? And it was it was crazy. I'm not gonna lie. It was super crazy. Oh. 104. 101, Minnesota Timberwolves gets the win. Uh, let's, let's go in here. What, is it a jumper? Wait, first of all, look at the score, fellas. 0-0, zero, zero, okay. The game just started. Oh, man, Rudy oh, man. playing peacekeeper. Let's go. Oh, my God! Oh, my God! He's got him in a chokehold! Draymond, Draymond, let him go, man! It's, how long are you going to choke him out for? Dude, he's still going. This is, look at Rudy on the ground. Like, why did that just happen? There was another scuffle happening right, on right. the other side of things, but there's so many things that you should break down in this one. Let's just let's start all with, break it down. It's break zero it down. to zero. Yeah. yeah. How much do part. they really hate each other? Zero zero. Also, how did Draymond Green even get into this? This was like between two guys that are having their scuffle. Brother. Clay Thompson doesn't even have his shirt on anymore. It's like ripped off. Like this is crazy. Drake comes this, off the what's top. What's the backstory here? There is none. It can't be. I just don't understand how there could. There had to be a backstory with Draymond Green and Rudy Gobert. Because how is he that mad at him where he puts him in a full Nelson? Pretty the backstory much. has to be one day he decided if I ever get a chance. <laughs> That's if exactly I ever, what If it I was. ever get an excuse, if I ever, yeah. going right for that guy. He saw also, one. Also, uh, a lot of jokes were made on Twitter before this game started. Because when Steph doesn't play, Draymond sometimes finds a way to get himself kicked out. And uh, here we go. That it zero zero, he found a way. Man, I'm telling you, everybody hates Rudy Gobert, and I hated him first. <laughs> I hated Rudy Gobert first. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, before anybody else hated him. But what happened was, everybody hates him so hard that you, I I feel like I have to defend him. I honestly, Rudy Gobert is so disrespected in this league, and then something like this happens. You're like, man, even the players hate this dude. Yeah, they hate him. This is real hatred for him to not even be part of the play, and you're going to choke him out. Like he had nothing to do with the actual play, but you just was like Draymond said, "Oh yeah, there he goes. I'm going after him. I don't, I don't care like what that happens. guy. I don't like him." Um, he Draymond was getting put in a, a chokehold by Cat in a way, and he just like, "I don't care. I'm still going to choke him out." This was crazy. He I really want to know what the fine is about to be on. There this. are some like pictures of Draymond <laughs> in the chokehold, like her, like it's giving the. The ultimate, like, I'm going to kill him. Yes, it's not like a playful choke. No. Yeah, if that's a thing. No. Um, a little tickle. For real, though, possible suspension, and they already are down. Po First of all, possible sorry, suspension. Sorry, possibly long suspension is actually what I meant to say. And Steph is injured, so tough, tough, tough place for the Warriors. Early uh, in the this is a horrible <sighs> spot to be in for yeah. them. And then they also lose the game that they were leading Oof, the entire time. The whole game. First of all, tell me uh, who is scoring all the points for them. I don't even know how, to say the, I don't know how to say the guy's name. Brandon. Brandon was scoring <laughs> all the points for them. He had 23. A guy I've never even heard of before. It's <laughs> like, how do you say it again? Podznitsky, is that right? It's that like, like Podzinski right. or Pod, yeah, it's something crazy. I, I, and I, Brandon is good. 
Those two guys. That is. How, how many games do you think this is? How many games suspension do you think it is? Well, Draymond Green has history. I know. Of just doing thing, like man. a lot of horrible things. And what we know is. You can get punished off of your history. Of like, course. Go look at Memphis. They, yes. They're punished you off of that. So I would I would say like 10, 10 games. And they're already like reeling. In Minnesota, they, they're like, okay, that's fine. They, I mean, they have, they're on a seven-game win streak, so they didn't care about it. But Draymond, he, he showed his true colors, as he always does. Yeah, I, I hope the league sends a message with this one because there's just a limit on the let Dre be Dre stuff. And he's gotten to toe that line if not just stomp all over it as much as he's wanted to during the the dynasty but there's i don't the limit is probably this <laughs> probably sprinting over to jump on someone's back and put them in a in a uh a chokehold that would have the undertaker feeling jealous <laughs> um i think he gets a suspension here for a handful of games and you're right man i just declared that i thought the warriors because i honestly think like the Warriors' margin for error is so paper thin, but they have enough guys to me that they can like figure it out throughout the course of the year and then ultimately get there. Thing, oh, by the way, Tim Legler pointed this out to me on the show the other day, but I thought it was great. Their turnover rate, really, really good with Chris Paul. Like he's Chris Paul doesn't turn it over. You know whose turnover rate is through the roof this year? Phoenix Suns. Ah, that's interesting. <laughs> Phoenix Suns turning the ball over like crazy. So it's kind of an interesting thing. Like I thought. And I mean, I don't know if I think it anymore because you already go through an injury, you lose this game, and now, you know, you face this possible suspension. They're just too thin, man. How are, they at, how are they at in the in-season tournament? Uh, they were one and zero. Now they're one and one. one. Right. This was a big game. It's a big because game. both teams were one and zero in the in-season tournament. Draymond can't play in the next in-season tournament game. He has to be suspended for that long. I mean, probably because the in-season tournament is all like the next two <laughs> weeks, so this week and next yeah. week. So. Um, so oh, yeah, they're they going to miss out. Oh, yeah. But you know what that means? We should go through this real quick. Yeah. Minnesota Timberwolves 2-0 and in their group. I'm putting them through, fellas. This, well, hold up. Sacramento Kings. Well, they might get an out-large bid just because of their record at the moment. But Sacramento Kings, again, because I'm doing again the all-NBA show with legs, I'm watching all these teams. I feel like I got a good handle now, like much better handle than the years past about what these teams are good at this early in the year. Timberwolves, we know are good. We all, we've seen them. Sacramento's a good team. They're missing De'Aaron Fox all these games. He's the he's like it's like missing Jokic. You know, like ties everything together for them. They have a very good team. I don't know if they're like title contender. I don't think it's like that. I think that they them versus Minnesota is going to be a great matchup in Group C. Mm. That's going to be a phenomenal Group C head to head for a final spot. I'm actually really pumped for it. Uh, Nuggets Rockets. I'm excited for that matchup. Nuggets put themselves in really good position now to be able to take that. Plus, they have the best record in the NBA. So and and a little bit of a revenge game against the Rockets and Jeff Green. It's almost, got a little, it's almost better. Huh? It's almost better. <laughs> we saw that we one. saw it today. There were a couple of teams that just beat the brakes off someone. Now they get them in the tournament. Oh. Timing's everything, fellas. Oh, man, it's hard to win it ever. It's hard the, to win it all. The you know? freaking Lakers are two and zero in their tournament, and the only team that's also two and zero is the Utah Jazz. They somehow got in a tournament with the Grizzlies, Jazz, and Blazers. <laughs> How do the Lakers That's always get this? such a bad group. You know what, though? It's going to be great because they're going to win the tournament. They're going to win their seed and get in with all the big boys and then just get smacked. Just, yeah. just get absolutely smacked. Uh, your Celtics are 1-0 in the tournament. Yeah, they might be good. Whatever. Yeah, that, whatever. We'll probably see them on, in there. Miami Heat and Milwaukee Bucks both undefeated in their group. So that could be fun. 
That's always fun. Uh, listen, if you're the Bucks, <laughs> I mean, you don't want to come away empty-handed after the Dame trade. I would go for this one. <laughs> Can you imagine, though, if the Heat beat the Bucks in the in-season oh tournament? Oh, my pool? God. Like, I didn't think about that part. That would actually be fantastic. <laughs> I'm into it. Uh, and then the Pacers with tonight's win. The 76ers fall to 1-1. One one. The Pacers now in, in pole position of Group A at 2-0. and uh, Only the Atlanta Hawks now challenging them is undefeated at 1-0. So... I don't know. This could be a good tournament, man. I would love it if it's Pacers, Heat, Celtics, Lakers, Nuggets, Timberwolves. That'd be great, man. Dude. What a hit this tournament is. I can't believe it. All right, let's get some super chats. Oh, man, we got a lot of them. People were feeling themselves. Jokic scoring title plus defense team on the way. That's from Revo. Big Honey. There's no way we could lose with Big Honey and Big Government. Big Duo is on fire during the clutch today. That's a good point. It's a great point. It's going to be hilarious when Reggie and Yoke are the best pick and roll clutch time duo this year. It's like, well. <laughs> like, what is the replacement player level here? Uh, Jeremy J-Rock, Mikhail Bones. No ring, no minutes, just took the L. I don't feel good about that one. But that did happen. But it did happen. That is a factual... Factual super chat. Uh, Tom McGoldrick, come on, man. That's your name. That's sick. That's his YouTube name. I'm just, yeah, it's like a. This gotta be like a fiction. Anyway, Tom McGoldrick, Clippers fans in shambles right now. I love it. Go Nuggets. <coughs> There's Clipper fans. We know. Like, we know three of the seven. Matt Peck. Hey, hey, Matt Peck hey, from CHGO. Let's go. This team, wow, living uh, vicariously through y'all while I play with the Zach Levine trade machine. Oh, Stash man. is looking good, Brendan. Much love to my DNVR fam. <laughs> yeah, Peck, man, the homie. Um, by the way, we'll talk about that on Thursday show, but Zach Levine on the move, perhaps? I got to blow my nose, so you got to do this. Are you being serious? You got to blow your nose right now? That bad, you have to blow it. This is unbelievable. You know I can't read. Jess says, you know how if you get a flat tire and you have to throw on that little spare until you can get a real one put on? I already know this is going. It's great. So your alignment is weird and you can't drive more than 35 miles per hour. That's us without Jamal. Hang in there, fam. Hey, Man. it gets you to point from point A, uh, a to point B. So I take it. I'll I mean, it. you can only last so long, though, on it right now. Like we're, we're Don't get on that highway. Don't get on the highway. We're on the side streets <laughs> right mean, now. I mean, when the car that you're racing has Paul George in the driver's seat, it's <laughs> you need four times. <laughs> That's so true. Zach <laughs> Weaver, I got you. Jokic is an artist painting masterpieces nightly at Ball Arena. <laughs> it's so true, man. We barely even, I mean. I know. What a just Yoke was off tonight, you what guys. What a disgusting 30, <laughs> 15, and 10 again. Well, you know what? Actually, I am a little dissatisfied because 30, 20, 10 looked like it was going to happen in back-to-back -back games for a it second. It did look like it was going to happen. <laughs> Turns out that's hard to do. <laughs> Turns out it's like it never been done. Never been done. 55555-ish. I'm so happy Reggie is playing well. He's easy to root for. It was interesting to note we didn't see Julian tonight. I mean, I don't think it's that interesting. I think this was a nine-man rotation. Malone tightened it up a little bit. Is in tournament game coming off a loss. I mean, and then you had two days off. Like it was a lock that those guys were going to play heavy minutes. All right, what else do we? That's it. All right, hit that outro music for. Hold on, let me see if Harrison wrote. Harrison did say that he was not. He was locked up. Um, waiting for Jokic, you guys. Always takes forever. <laughs> he. He has timed. He's like, if I wait long enough, 30% of the crowd will thin out. No one will hear these quotes the next day. He's not wrong, by the way. 100% right. He's not wrong. Uh, what a fun show. That was a good one. 
We are taking tomorrow off. We will be back Sick. on Thursday. We will be back on Thursday, and then again, of course, on Friday. In the meantime, subscribe to the All Sunday. NBA Show. Promo something. Promo something. Check out the grades. Oh yeah, check out my grades. <laughs> on thednvr.com. Sorry, let me also, try that Harrison again. Wind. Check out our written content on thednvr.com the next day is. after every game, including this win in the in-season tournament. Hit that like button on the way out. We'll see you. Like the mayor.